0: Welcome to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we bring in entrepreneurs who have created online businesses and improved their lifestyles. Here's your host, Rohit Malhotra.
1: Hi everyone, this is Rohit from Life and Mastery. i excited to have Harsh Agribal uh, who has been a guest before on a podcast, and he came on episode number 78, where he talked about his blog, which Shout Me Loud. And uh, I'm really excited to have him on board because uh, he's going to talk about why he started Coin Sutra, which is a blog on Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Uh, you know, Harsh has been a great mentor and close friend in the last couple of months, and I'm really excited to speak to him about. Cryptocurrency and how you know investments into Bitcoin and cryptocurrency can really change your life. Welcome to the show, uh, Harsh.
0: Hey, Rohit. So nice to be back.
1: Awesome. So you know, um, uh, I uh, I was I had no idea that you know other than shout me loud, you you're running Coin Sutra. Uh, what made you uh, you know start CoinSutra after running such a successful blog on a on a very different niche?
0: right uh so the story of coin sutra goes back to 2011 you know i w- i was at a conference and a friend of mine introduced me to bitcoin and he told harsh bitcoin is pretty amazing stuff you should check it out i came back home and i thought i'll buy some of the bitcoin and that's where i landed on ebay apparently that time to buy bitcoin you need to create paper wallet and i did not had uh, a printer as simple as that and right. bitcoin was about 10 dollars that time and then fast, I was like, okay, let it be, not a big deal. Uh, you know, it's all right. Then fast forward five years back, uh, for fast forward in 2015 is when I looked into Bitcoin again. And then that time Bitcoin was about $700. And that caught my attention. I was like, okay, what is this deal of with Bitcoin? And then I started dwelling deep into it. And I was mesmerized with what I found, like, you know, the decentralized nature of Bitcoin. And my understanding of of finances and money kind of gave me an edge that like, this thing is going to be huge. But the challenge was still the same. Like uh, there was no, there were very limited resources from where one can buy Bitcoin. There were very few wallet. And that's where I saw an opportunity because I, I was like, okay, this is so tough and challenging and this thing is gonna grow really big. So why not start a blog as a site, you know, along with Shout Me Loud so that it can grow and it would help a lot of people to get on board with the Bitcoin and help them understand about cryptocurrency. Right. That's where CoinSutra was born. And yeah, that, that's how the CoinSutra was started.
1: Very interesting. And uh, you know, a lot of uh, people understand that cryptocurrency uh, is, a, is a very risky mm-hmm. asset. Right, and along with you know angel investing, uh, I would say you know uh, because of the legal uh, issues in India, it was very really difficult to buy cryptocurrency. But you know, what are the core questions uh, to ask when you're looking at crypto opportunity, buying into uh, into uh, you know Bitcoin or Ethereum or any other cryptocurrency?
0: Sure, uh, that's a very interesting question, and I believe a lot of users actually have this the, the similar question, right? right. Uh, so. One thing people need to understand that cryptocurrency itself is a high-risk, high-reward investment. right? right. Uh, and it is not a traditional investment where you put money and you, you can just sit tight that like it will make money. Um, uh, but, like, people can approach that ways, right. but uh, it's not traditional market, like it's not regulated by the government. So there, there are a lot of uh, risk involved when you talk about investing in cryptocurrency. So here the user needs to understand a few things. One of them is security of their coin. When they purchase the coin, where are they going to hold it? If they are keeping their coin with somebody else's or even on an exchange, that's a big no. One should be holding it on their own wallet, preferably a hardware wallet like Ledger or Trezor. At the same time, uh, one thing, you know, like, regarding any investment, you don't do any investment just like that. Like somebody told you like, hey, you know what, this is gonna grow. So you yeah. should just do the investment. That's that's a bad investment always. Because right. the moment the price goes down, you'll be like, okay, no, that's a, bad, that's a bad investment. I should get out. And people would never look into that investment for sure. Right. So to understand the technology, understand how uh, Bitcoin works uh, is very important. Similarly, if you're investing in other crypto asset like Ethereum or, uh, you know, BNB coin or some other cryptocurrencies, then you should definitely go and read the white paper. And okay. white paper is basically a document where this company's under uh, gives all the information about what this coin is, what what is the function of this coin, what is the token economy of the coin, which right. is one of the very important parameter when you are looking into investment into this uh, investment into this into the cryptocurrency. Got
1: it. And uh, very interesting you pointed out about, uh, you know, white paper and do you think Bitcoin, uh, would you classify it as a currency or an asset and also Ethereum, you know, there's a lot of talks about Ethereum being uh, you know, able to solve B2B transactions and, 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 you know, what are the purpose of so many coins, uh, you know, how, how do we go about uh, right. really deciding, you know, what is the right currency for us?
0: So uh, the way to look at it is, Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency. I mean, there, was, there were a few, one or two more cryptocurrency before Bitcoin, but Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency which got the mass adoption. Right. And Bitcoin is always looked as as a sound money because it right. has all the properties of, of what a money has. Like you, you and me can make the transaction. Like, you know, what is money basically? If, if I have to pay you for a service and you're willing to take Bitcoin as a, as a mode of payment, then it is it is a good money right, right. at the same time uh, if it is if it has a store of value like gold right then it is also right. money, and it can be divide, divisible into fraction, which is a very important factor for anything to be money, something which right. gold gold kind of lacks because you can 't uh, you know, like if I have to give you like 500 gram of gold, I need to cut cut my gold brick. Uh, apparently I don't have one, but uh, I have to cut the gold brick and there are chances of that it will lose some of its value because of this process of cutting. So, but with the Bitcoin, if I have to send you $100 worth of Bitcoin or $1,000 worth of Bitcoin, I can send you quickly. So Bitcoin has all the property of money. Uh, so it is good for investment also, and it is good for uh, as a mode of transaction as well. Uh, another way that you should be aware that you know with the Bitcoin you can actually make a living out of Bitcoin, like if you want to pay for Uber, you want to pay for Amazon stuff. there are third party services which enables you to do that as well oh so so to answer your first question is bitcoin a, an investment or money? I think it has the property of both, and people are using it for this for both the reasons. Uh, now, getting back to your second question, what is the use case of different coin? Uh, so, different coins are solving different problems uh, in the in the industry. Like from the B two B perspective, B two C perspective, Bitcoin and Ethereum's uh, Ethereum both coin are technically very very different in okay. the in the way they are in separate. So, Bitcoin is completely decentralized. I think Ethereum is also decentralized, but Bitcoin is used uh, you know mostly for store of value store of uh, for the money transaction whereas ethereum is mostly focused on uh, smart contracts where like you know two or more parties are getting into some kind of contract it can be executed on the eth- ethereum like a supply chain management is a very good use case of ethereum and then there are many more use cases and then there are coins which are being used for remittances so so different Cryptocurrencies are solving different problem, and this is one thing every investor should be aware of. That what is this problem this coin is solving? Is it really solving a problem, or they are just riding the wave or the name of the cryptocurrency? Right. So these are the few things uh, you know that that would be really helpful for any investor or even a even a normal user to know to be aware about the cryptocurrencies. Yeah. No,
1: no, very very nicely put in. And uh, you know, a couple of years back, harsh, what I found is. There are a lot of ICOs which are coming up in the market where, you know, startups were using ICOs to, to raise funds. And I think one of the biggest challenges was uh, in the next couple of days, there was, there was a big liquidity event whereby the whole purpose wasn't solved. But, but do you think ICOs will make sense as an investment opportunity where uh, people are not only investing into Bitcoin, but they're also looking at ICO as an investment opportunity?
0: Right. Uh, So the thing with the ICO is it it is crowdfunding basically, right? I have an idea and I I feel like my idea is pretty amazing. I put my idea up front like, hey, this is my idea. This is what I'm going to do. And this is the problem my my coin would solve or my business would solve. If you like to get a pie of it, you know, you can buy a coin before it launches in the market. So, and people kind of uh, then, then came the big 2016-17 rally, where like you know, everyone who was investing in ICO at the initial stage was making good money, but the people at the bottom were the one who lost a lot of money. Nice. So, ICO as an investment, does it make sense? Uh, well, if you're somebody who can actually go, you know, read through the uh, fine, li- uh, read through the fine lines and make, uh, go through the white paper, go through the uh, ha- has in direct contact with the owner and understand that what is that they are trying to solve. Will they be able to execute it? Do they have intention of executing it? Because a lot of time people are just using ICO to raise money for themselves and not not to really solve any purpose. So IQ, I ICO used to be a great way of raising money and it uh, used to be a great investment. Uh, but again, you, people need to be very much aware that uh, there are at least 90% of the ICOs were fraud and those project never seen the daylight uh, after the initial uh, fundraising. Nice. So. ICO is a uh, cryptocurrency as it is is a risky investment. ICO is more riskier investment. The way I approach is I rather I skip ICOs and I wait for this coin to be listed on one of the good exchanges and then that's where I start investing. Uh, That's that's just my approach. Correct.
1: And when you talk about exchanges, are they any exchanges would you recommend to to listeners if they, if they are in India or in uh, US or any other market what, what are the best uh, crypto exchanges and the safest crypto exchanges
0: sure uh, so as as of august 2020 uh, you know the the way you pick the exchanges is totally based on the country you are in right so if you are in US coinbase kraken cex are the best exchanges Okay. If you're in India, Wazirx, CoinDCX, BitBNS is great, great exchange. Okay. Uh, Binance, OKX are really great exchanges for a lot of small coins, though they don't allow users from US. Uh, that's one thing people should know, be aware of. Okay. And yeah, these are some of the best exchanges based. Uh, they are reliable. They have, you know, they have been doing some really good work. Okay. Uh, but again, always remember that exchanges are meant for exchange. They are not. They should not be used as a place to store your coin for really long time. For okay. that, definitely use a hardware wallet.
1: Okay. Interesting. And um, now, Hush, also I I figured out that you do something very interesting, which is crypto bot trading. You know, and uh, I I never heard about this concept anywhere. And you know, what is crypto bot trading all about? And should one trade? Uh, not only invest, but trade into cryptocurrencies and how does the bot thing really work? Right.
0: So, you know, the, uh, let's understand the difference between a trader and an investor, right? right. An investor will invest money on some, some, uh, let's say some of the coin and they would wait for that coin to grow 100x over a period of time, right? Correct. Whereas a trader understand that this coin is going to grow. Uh, but rather than go- going from 1 to 100, like at one go, it will go in zigzag format. And they try to capitalize on this zigzag format to make more money. So rather than growing by uh, you know, thousand percent, they look at 10,000 percent kind of growth. So uh, and and the time frame is smaller. Like an investor would be investing for let's say a year or two years. A trader would be investing for you know few hours to few days so that they can make maximize their investment. Right. Uh, so does trading make sense in crypto? Uh, it does in some way, uh, especially in some of the low cap or mid cap coin. Okay. Uh, even on, even on the Bitcoin, you can definitely look into trading because we have seen the wild move of bitcoin like you know it it moved to $20,000 then came down to $3,500 then again now it's back to $2,000 okay. so rather than just sitting and holding hodling which is a very popular term in the cryptocurrency you basically right. uh, understand that how the market's going to move if you if you understand the technicalities you can actually uh, rather than sitting idle you can actually double or triple your crypto uh, investment uh, oh. by by trading okay. right uh, now getting back to crypto bot trading is something which I discovered uh, you know I, I got into crypto trading but I realized it takes a lot of time and I have a lot of business to run so how can I uh, automate it and I like automation you know like uh, there are there are softwares which can automate a lot of things which saves a lot of time Correct. plus they take away the emotions out of out of the strategy which is which is one of the uh, you know biggest benefit of using a crypto trading bot. So let's say I have a strategy and what if I can execute that strategy using a crypto trading bot? And that's exactly what crypto trading bot does. There are different kinds of crypto trading bots that one should be aware of. Uh, At this moment, I can think of three or four. So one of them, which I personally like is the grid trading bot, which works with certain instrument, uh, which is on a range bound, uh, which is working on a range bound. So it basically keep buying and selling at, at regular interval and oh, it, it, and it's generating about 300 to 400% return in a year, which is quite significant. Uh, so there, there are two platforms, uh, actually there are two, three platforms for grid bot trading. One is three commas, one is BitUniverse, uh, so so these two platforms are pretty popular among grid bot traders. Then there are algo creators, people who create alg- algorithm and you can actually download this algorithm or you can make this algorithm trade on your behalf. Now, in my experience, they are risky. They are again quite risky because you are basically piggy banking on somebody else's thought process. Some of them work really well in certain market conditions. Some of them, you know, you might lose money. Like I, I sort of lost money because of uh, the strategy. So again, this is something where you have to do hit and trial before you uh, before it starts working for you. Uh, the third one is, which is very uh, easy for any beginner who doesn't who does not have any trading experience, they can you know, use signals, signals given by other traders to trade on their on their behalf. So Crypto Hopper is, is a platform which does that. Commas is another platform which does that. And uh, there are many other similar platform which are coming up and I'm pretty sure like in the next two, three years, we'll see a significant amount of such platform which will be offering uh, signals as a mode of trading. Uh, so, yeah.
1: yeah. So interesting. and. Uh In this crypto uh, bots, uh, are you giving up the control of trading to to a company who will trade on your behalf or is it going to be, uh, you know, you trading, but you also deciding how much money you want to win and lose?
0: Yeah, exactly. So you decide. uh, So it's somebody who's using the crypto trading bot. So, okay, let's let's take a step back. okay? Okay, so crypto trading bot is as good as a human mind, right? it's nice. how you see it is how this crypto trading bot will just execute your manual process in the automated way and you decide how much capital you want to put how much risk you want to take what are the what are the settings when what are your risk management settings is something that you decide okay. so these are some of the settings that you predefine uh, think of this as like you know somebody is trading based on the trend line or based on the rsi indicator that like you know if rsi is low uh, uh, is low in 4 hour chart below 30 and they want to buy then and sell after a while, right? right. So a crypto trading bot will automate this process uh, 24 into seven without, uh, you know, without any other uh, input. Now that's what the uh, crypto trading bot will do for you. Uh, yeah.
1: Correct. And, and does, does it, it also allow you to uh, you know, leverage uh, on, on the crypto assets you have? And, you know, like like the example of futures and options in stock market. Does it also allow you to, uh, you know, leverage, uh, you know, 2x or 5x the, the crypto assets you have? I know it, it will be very risky, but does it allow, allow you to do that?
0: Yes. So, uh, understand this. A crypto trading bot connects to your exchange using the API key, right? Okay. This API key does not have permission. Like, you, when you're setting up the API key, you set, it, set, it, set uh, the permission as non-withdrawal. So crypto trading bot can trade on your behalf, but it cannot withdraw your funds. So that way it mitigates that risk of like, you know, if your fund will be stolen. And similarly, if an exchange allows you margin trading, so crypto trading bot can also do margin trading on your behalf. But as you rightly said, it is risky. As it is crypto trading is risky because of the wild fluctuation. Uh, So leverage is again, double risky, which I would not, I, I personally like to stay away from leverage trading at this moment.
1: Interesting. And are there any resources where people can educate themselves on crypto bot trading uh, so that you know they're they're better uh they have better knowledge about it.
0: Sure. The best the best resource I can think of is CoinSutra. Sutra. Like okay. uh it's field tested, like everything that I've tested, everything that has worked for me, everything right. that has not worked for me is there. You can discover a lot of crypto trading bots, you can read the reviews, you can read some of my experiments, case studies on Coinsutra.com.
1: Sure. Correct. We will put that in the show notes. And uh, you know, I uh, I'm really interested in alternative investments uh, because you know you should uh, uh, you should look at all different sort of investments when you when you're looking at diversifying your portfolio. But how should how should retail investors look at allocating funds in cryptocurrencies? Do you, do you, uh, do you have a portfolio diversification uh, formula where you're putting one to anywhere from ten percent? Uh, of your money into cryptocurrency or how would you advise retail investors to put their money into, into right. such
0: a risk? Right. Uh, so again, I'm not a financial advisor to okay. advise, advise uh, something as a, as a profession. But here is what my fundamental and this is what I recommend to my friend. Cryptocurrency okay. is a high risk, high reward investment. Uh, and everyone should have you know in their portfolio some sort of high risk, high reward investment. Okay. Uh, the way that you should approach cryptocurrencies, if you don't have much knowledge, then just simply buy this blue chip coin like Bitcoin, Ethereum. You will be safe in that case. Much better, you know. Your risk is like at least lesser than risking on some low cap coin, which does not, which you can't, you wouldn't, you would not be able to track the okay. you know future of the coin. Okay. Uh, at the same time, you can also take advantage of index funding. There are like few index funding available, index funds available for cryptocurrency. Nice. Uh, there is a platform called staggedinvest.com based out of US. So it let you invest in cryptocurrency fund, like, you know, top 10 uh, cryptocurrency fund based on market cap, and it automatically rebalances your investment. So for a retail investor who does not want to track a lot of coin and just want to invest in the industry itself and very okay with like, you know, uh, index fund kind of investing, which which I think is uh, fantastic because you basically mitigate the risk. And if you believe that cryptocurrency as an industry is going to grow, you know, your portfolio would grow. So, so that's the way one should look at. Uh, otherwise, look at the blue chip coin, look at some of the coins which have, which which you believe that it's gonna last, stay there for after five years or 10 years. Uh, like exchanges mm-hmm. coin is one of my favorite, which I believe like some of the top exchanges coin will stay if the exchanges remain, exist after a few years. All
1: right, interesting. And, um, uh, 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 you know, Harsh, you know, I had initial shetty from Wazeerax, you know, a couple of episodes back. And, um, uh, you know, I. I I put up this question which I, which I also want to ask you is, do you think cryptocurrencies will really disrupt the, the fintech industry, uh, especially because a lot of banks uh, think, you know, it's, uh, they're not in favor of cryptocurrency or maybe there's some sort of a fear. But, but do you think it can really disrupt uh, like what, uh, you know, uh, the, the founder of Bitcoin really wanted it to, you know, be, be, a, be a currency which can be used anywhere around the world? Uh, but do you think ten or twenty years down the line, that is something which is very viable?
0: Right. Uh, so let's 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 talk about fintech, financial technology. Right. When we right. talk about technology, uh, the biggest challenge for any company or any industry is the disruption. And right. technology has disrupted every industry in every few years. Like for example, uh, Uber, which is a which is basically a tech company, has disrupted the whole industry as a whole. Uh, right. the, uh, so similarly. Right. Transportation industry, right? Okay. Uh, so similarly, like cryptocurrency industry, will it disrupt FinTech in, uh, industry? I'm pretty sure it would some part of industry like remittance industry, right? Like okay. if I have to send money to from India to US, right? Uh, it cost me at least four to 5% of my total capital, which I'm sending, which is a significant amount of money. At the same time, it takes about two to four days for somebody else to receive the money. But with the cryptocurrency, I can do remittance within seconds. Right, mm-hmm. so sub segment of uh, banking or fintech will definitely be disrupted because of uh, because of the e- evolution of cryptocurrencies. Uh, but the way to see, but the way I think, like you know, the ev- evolution would happen. A lot of forward looking companies or banks would adopt these uh, features of cryptocurrency to add uh, to offer better services to their clients, and that would be the real evolution of any c- upcoming tech. You know people are initially afraid that this tech will disrupt the industry and then they kind of like marry this same technology because they understand that this technology is not going to go away and the only way that they can you know be forward thinking is by adopting this technology into their existing business
1: correct and um you know i want to understand about uh, the Indian government's regulatory regulatory stance about cryptocurrency in the last two uh, or three years, there have been lot of uh, uh, you know uh, stances from the government saying that you know it is something they don't understand. And now, uh, you know, since since March, uh, there has been a ruling from, from from Supreme Court of India that you know cryptocurrency can be traded. But but do you think it uh, is it still safe safe to uh, trade in and invest in cryptocurrency, especially if you're in India? Right.
0: Uh, so, you know, that, that reminds me of the time when I was speaking at a blockchain event and I was with this panelist who was part of this panel, which was right. uh, drafted by the government to create a draft bill, or basically look into the cryptocurrency and create a, you know, some suggest some of the regulatory measures, right? And that was in 2017 uh, or 18, right? Okay. And now it's been two years. Three years, a lot of things has been changed in the past three years. Like a lot of country, like US, Japan, uh, they have started regulating cryptocurrency. They have proper regulation in terms of how the cryptocurrency will be taxed, uh, the regulation for the exchanges, what kind of classification it should be. Uh, but what this draft, uh, the committee the, that drafted that bill, they what they have suggested is like you know if you, uh, and it's a recommendation. It's not a law yet. They recommended that if anybody is dealing in cryptocurrency, they should be jailed for 10 years, or uh, they should be fined up to 25 CR. Which is insane if you think about an industry which is growing and uh, the country is kind of, uh, you know, not making a decision on what to do with this uh, particular uh, uh, industry. It is bad for the whole industry for for the people of that country who are into this industry, so it is a very uh, you know hard time for a lot of people who are into cryptocurrency industry as an investor as a trader or as even as a businesses like exchanges right okay. uh, my, my, my understanding says like this uh, winter se- uh, this winter season on uh, parliament. Ah uh, probably this draft will be tabled and then they will there might be some decision will be taken based on uh on that draft bill will they be approve will they be uh will they accept this as a currency or will they still accept cryptocurrency as as a part of investment like a commodity but they would probably ban the use of cryptocurrency as a currency so this is again uh something which, which is very hard to predict what government will decide okay. uh, But yeah, businesses should be ready for both the decision that uh, cryptocurrency could be accepted or could be outright banned in the country. Uh, And it kind of does make sense for an emerging market like India or Brazil or Philippines, such countries, uh, the the control of uh, currency leaving the country and the currency coming into the country is very important for the economy to grow. Right, and, and it's no brainer that cryptocurrency can be used to send any amount of money outside India or bring, the, uh, and bring the money back to India without, uh, without the proper channel or without proper control. Now, saying that, uh, I think government should definitely look into regulating the exchanges to make it one one-stop entry and exit point for cryptocurrency to get in and get out, and and they should ban the rest of the stuff. Like if anyone is dealing into cryptocurrency outside the radar. Now that is something which should be banned. I mean, that's just my opinion, uh, Rohit. Right, right. And and if government kind of, uh, and I feel that uh, like because of the regulation changing throughout the world, the people have started adopting cryptocurrency as as a means of exchange, also as a means of investment. uh, We might see some positive result from the government in this upcoming parliament session. Uh, but again, let's let's just keep our fingers crossed and hope that government kind of decides something which is uh, which is for the greater good of the whole community and not just for a uh, few individuals.
1: Interesting. And and do you think there'll be uh, other you know different sort of blockchain opportunities in India when they to adopt blockchain as a technology? Uh, where do you see you know blockchain opportunities uh, other than you know uh, crypto exchanges and uh, other? What, what other opportunities
0: would you foresee uh, right uh, right uh, so so the DLT the distribution distribution ledger uh, sorry distributed ledger technology is something that is uh, uh, you know pe- government has actually come forward and they are like you know we love blockchain technology we love DLT and I see a lot of use cases for DLT especially in the documentation part which is the biggest challenge in Indian ecosystem like you know property document, or the will document and everything can be put on the uh, on the blockchain and and that would ensure that the uh, you know the integrity of those document will retain uh, similarly on the supply chain uh, application uh, the dlt could make a lot of difference so there are a lot of uh, lot of application that we would see in the days to come and i believe like recently sbi has integrated dlt for some aspect of oh, sorry try uh, TRI has integrated DLT for the SMS uh, marketing. Uh, again, I have to look deep into it, but this is something which has come very recently, probably last week or something. So definitely DLT is there to stay. The blockchain as a technology would, would eradicate some of the problem of the middleman or the, you know, the data integrity, which, which is going to be very fantastic, especially in a country like India, where the corruption is so much common. Uh, the DLT technology will should solve some of these problems.
1: Interesting, and um, you know, Harsh, you have a very inspiring story because you you went on to create India's India's biggest blog, which has got more than a million visits per month, and uh, and you've also created you have, you have varied interests, and you've created a you created an award winning blog uh, on cryptocurrency. What are the mental models you use when you when you look at, you know, switching from one industry to another and how do you keep accumulating, you know, wealth of information and knowledge and, you know, what what keeps you going?
0: Right. Uh, So there are two ways I approach things. One is that I look into the passion, the thing that I'm passionate about. Now, that's where I usually go usually also means that I say no to a lot of things. And my first approach when something comes to me is to say no, rather than saying yes. Because by saying no, no to a lot of things, I'm saying yes to the things that is already, wow. which I'm doing. Okay. So that, that is the one, these are the two things, my passion, uh, if I don't have any interest on something and if I'm doing, if I always check if, is, is it something which I'm doing for money, if that things come out, I kind of stay away from it because I know like, you know, uh, this this would not be something which I would be able to carry on after few, a after few months or few years because the money is not never the driving factor for any human being, you know, always think like if you have all the money in the world, what would you do next? So that is uh, one area and the second is keep saying no to a lot of lot of things. By saying no to the things you're saying yes to the many things which you're already doing or the things that really matters to you.
1: Very interesting insight. And uh, I quickly want to do the top three. What's your favorite business book? All
0: right. Uh, I I like... um, I like Ray Dalio book called The Principles. Okay. Uh, Ray Dalio is a hedge fund manager based out of US. I really like the book. I, it feels like he has shared some of his real wisdom of running, running one of the biggest hedge fund of US. Uh, and I uh, and I highly recommend this book. All right.
1: and uh, do you have any favorite mm-hmm. online tools? Example, uh, Gmail, Slack,
0: Zoom. So. Yeah, I love WordPress. Uh, <laughs> WordPress is the CMS. Uh, if, if a lot of people might not be knowing WordPress, so it it is the uh, it is a blo- CMS on which blogging, so a lot of blogs are built on this CMS. In fact, 37% of the website in the world is powered Correct. by WordPress. WordPress. It is amazing open source software. And if you are ever looking, look, uh, planning to start a blog, WordPress should be your first choice.
1: Correct. And, you know, if you could go back in time when you started building uh, CoinSuitza, what is the one thing you've done differently or, uh, you know, or one thing you would have focused on?
0: I would have bought a printer in two thousand eleven, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but on a serious note, I would not have changed anything, uh, Rohit, because uh, I, I think like it's 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 a good journey of like you know uh, challenges, struggle, lot of winnings, lot of losing. Okay. But this is what brought Coin Sutra to a place where it is right now, uh, giving the right information, not being, not trying to be uh, everything for everyone, but rather very focused on. You know, the serious crypto investor or traders or people who are genuinely interested in, to learn something about cryptocurrency to give them the right information. And I kind of enjoy this slow pace momentum of Coin Sutra and also of Shout Me because the key here is uh, I'm not in part of some kind of race, but the key here is to give the right information to the right audience at the right time.
1: Current. and uh, Ash, what are the best way people can reach out to uh, you and know more about Coin Sutra?
0: Uh, Coinsutra.com is the best place where you can read, uh, where you can re- read about, you know, where you can learn everything about cryptocurrency. Uh, you can reach me on Instagram at the rate of Denharsh. That is D-E-N-H-A-R-S-H. And,
1: yeah. Sure, we'll put that in the show notes. Uh, Harsh, thank you so much for, for coming on to the show and, uh, you know, returning as a, as a guest. And I've always enjoyed speaking to you. And whenever I meet you, I learn a lot of uh, stuff and information. Thank you so much for, for taking your time.
0: It's such an honor to be here again, uh, second time on your show, Rohit, and look forward to coming back soon. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to the Life Self Mastery podcast, where we teach you how to start and grow your online business. For more information, visit Rohit's blog at www.lifeselfmastery.com.